Alright guys, we are out here at Paintsville Lake. We're on our first adventure to share the gospel. And we're going to just kind of walk around and see if we can find some people to talk to. Uh, say if I said the sky was purple, would that be true? <laughs> hey, you said if somebody, like, somebody were purple. It's like, if somebody thought the sky was purple, do you think that that would be true? Um, I think the sky is blue. Yeah, hey, yeah. So Absolutely. You can look at this guy and know that without a, without a doubt it's blue, right? Yes. There's some white in it right now, some clouds, but the sky's blue. Yes. Um, would you, what if I said... When I died, I thought I would go live on a, a luxurious island, and I would have people serving me grapes and fanning me with uh, fans for the rest of eternity. You think that that would be true? Actually, that's true. I believe in that. You think? You think yes. so? There's the here and after. So what? What do you? What do you think happens after? Uh, well, it depends. I think because I believe in God, you know, and I believe in uh. uh here and after, I believe that we're gonna we're gonna all come back out of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, it depends on the good deeds you do. I think the goods you do and the bads you do, that's why they balance after you die and see where you're gonna go because there's paradise and hell. Life. You guys okay. believe in that? Yeah, yeah. So you believe in a heaven and hell, right? Yeah. So okay. What what religion would you classify? Like, would you um, associate yourself with uh, if you had to pick one? I'm a Muslim. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I believe in, you know, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and I believe in uh, uh, hell and uh, heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't, I don't know uh, a lot about that. Actually, could you just kind of tell us a little bit about it? I mean, I have, I have no yeah. background with the Muslim beliefs at all. Really? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I mean, we believe in God, like I say, and we believe in the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And there's like I say. <laughs> That's okay. I, I've got a two-year-old right now. I, I can't oh, ever get do? him to sit still. A two-year-old and a five-month-old. Yeah. You got from here? I'll uh, yeah, yeah, we live here in Paintsville. Yeah. Okay. yeah um, like I was saying, so Muslims. I know people hear about a lot about Muslims. Mm-hmm. Some people think that. Yeah, yeah. Or, which is wrong, you know what I'm saying? Cause, uh, Just because one person does something doesn't mean right, the rest. Right. And, and, and not only that, all, like any religions, there's bad people, there's good people. Absolutely. Any religion you go. Mm-hmm. You, but people like to classify it like everybody in one, like, oh, they bad. Oh, you yeah. Say Muslim, oh, they bad people. Yeah. That's not true. That's wrong. Well, I mean, that's the same way with, you know, we're Christians, and there's people that can look at Christians and t- take one person and say, well, that one person shows for the rest of them, and that's not—it's just not true. That's wrong. Yep. Like, like, like. Okay, they say in one bag of potatoes, if one is bad, don't mean that the whole rest is bad. You take that one out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why I say. So Muslims, like, we believe in God and the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is, and uh, Muslims don't harm people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The yeah. religion is really strict. I yeah. don't know if y'all heard about it. Oh, yeah, I can do some research, but it's really straight. You can't do a lot of stuff. You can't drink alcohol. You can't smoke. You can't, you can't do bad. I do all that 
that's a focus. Even Christianity, you can't do adultery and all that too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, like uh, the Bible, say. Because mm-hmm. I got friends who are Christians, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And uh, they tell me a little bit about it, you know. Yeah. Which is understandable because we have the similar things sometimes between the, the Holy Quran and the Holy, and the Bible too. We got similar, there's some similar things that you're not supposed to do. What's bad, yeah. what's, you know what I'm saying? But we all know what's good and what's bad to do, so. <laughs> so there, there is this, there's a moral compass and everybody can tell you right from wrong. That's true, that's true, that's true. Um, do you know much about Christianity or? Mm, a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, do you so, know who, um, okay, I'm sure you've like, our religion's obviously based around Jesus Christ. Um, what could you, what? Okay, what could you tell me about him that you know? Like based on our religion, what would we say about Jesus? Well, I know Jesus is like a, but, okay, I'm going to put it like this. Some people say Jesus is a God. Mm-hmm. Some people say that. I heard it before. Some people say Jesus is a prophet. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a prophet. Okay. Just like a, he, he was given the, the, he was given the message by God to go and give it to the people, like to, to like as a messenger. Yeah. And. And just like the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam, to us, the Muslims, yeah. you know, he gave a, he he's here, he was sent to give the message yeah. to the people. So you definitely believe that he was a real person, but maybe not the son of God, like he said he no, was no, in the no. Bible. I mean, that's the only thing I don't believe on, mm-hmm. that he was the son of God. And, and some people say he's God, you know, yeah. which is... Uh, I don't want to go to those details. That's okay. But, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I would, I would, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that I believe that he is the son of God, and you have every right to disagree. That's fine. Yes, yes, yes. Um, which I mean, but, but I don't say, I don't. I'm not gonna say oh, they are wrong. They know. Anybody believe what they believe? Mm-hmm. Only God knows. So I'm, I'm just like. So, so. Open to do you think that? Uh, do you think that there's multiple ways to heaven? Like, say. We differ in beliefs, but do you think that both of us could be right, or does one of us have to be right? Well, because I mean, there there are some pretty yes, don't, pretty don't contrasting things. No, 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 I ain't gonna sugarcoat. One yeah. thing about me, I don't sugarcoat. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like you just say, only God knows about mm. that one. because yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I can't answer that one. So, Which, so, but just like, just like we said, you know, the sky. <laughs> the dogs. She's the puppies. Oh, yeah, you like the puppy? Yeah, yeah but, but, but like I say, like, only he knows. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Okay. So, he don't want to know about, he don't want to create everything. He don't know about tomorrow and whatever in the future. Like, we don't know. We just like it. You know what I'm saying? All we can do is just worship him. We worship, like I said, I pray, you know, to him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, so do you mind if we just kind of explain a little bit what we believe? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So obviously, you know, we believe that uh, Jesus was Jesus was the Son of God. He was a real person. But uh, we also believe he he came uh, for a purpose. Um, we believe that people are are inherently bad people. If we just look at the world today, you see that you know there is sin in the world. Absolutely, you can just look anywhere and know that the world is broken. Um, you know, we believe that, you know, God, when he created Adam and Eve, uh, you know, when they sinned, the rest of humanity was kind of born into a, a sin nature. Um, so us being sinful, uh, that's a problem. You know why that's a problem? 
Why do you think that that's a problem? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, well, because you were saying a minute ago that if you, you need to do more good than bad, yes, hopefully yes, the good yes, outweighs yes. the bad, right? Yes. Um, so, you know, we're in agreement that, you know, people are sinful. Mm-hmm. We are sinful. Um, but the thing is, is that although we're sinful, God is holy and he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So whenever we sinned, when Adam and Eve sinned, that kind of broke the connection between God and man. There's okay. the, the, the there, gap right there between us and God. That's the that's the eternal. That's the separation between us mm-hmm. and God right there. And like for us, that our sin where it bridge where that gap right there is that we cannot know God mm-hmm. unless our sin has been atoned for. That's true. Mm-hmm. I so agree with that. while while you would while you were saying that you know mm-hmm. your good has to out, outweigh your bad. Yes. 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 Um, we believe something a little different. Okay. Um, so we believe that there's nothing we can really do to make up for our bad. Think about it like this. Um, say I murdered somebody. Right. Everybody agrees that that's wrong. No, that's wrong. Say I, murdered some, <laughs> say I murdered somebody, but then I immediately turned around and I went and started all of these charities. I said I was sorry. Yeah, asking God for forgiveness. and Say I went out and I did all these really good oh, things yeah. after that. I was sure. really sorry about it. Uh-huh. But the reality is, though, is that I still did murder somebody, right? Right. right. So that person I killed is—they're never coming back. In a courtroom on Earth, if we, you know, if we do something bad, and we're going to the courtroom, he—he's—he's standing trial there for murder. The judge doesn't ask him, like in our perspective, he doesn't ask him, okay, what goods have you done though? And if the goods outweigh the bad, he doesn't get off. So we kind of view that in a heavenly courtroom in this way. You're still guilty of your sin. That's that's a sin that uh, is not forgiven. Like killing somebody now, mm-hmm. that's a sin that, you know, you can do anything, but now taking somebody's life. That's yeah. A, that's, a, that's the biggest sin that God will never forgive you. Well, you so. Do some little, little sins and go ahead and repent, you know, like ask forgiveness, pray, and all that. Maybe, you know. But so, so but we, we would see that, you know, for all, for all sin, though. Mm-hmm. All sin separates us from God because if he's perfect and we're not perfect, right. he's so perfect that if we were near him or with him, we, he would almost in, in immediately incinerate us with how holy he is. Mm-hmm. So in order to get back to him, we have to also be made perfect again. Yes, yes. So God is a just God. So if he's in the courtroom, um, he's going to judge us, every, everyone, when they die. Mm-hmm. Um, he wouldn't be very just if we said, oh, we're sorry. I'm going to let you off the hook and let you go, right? right? A just judge here on earth would have to punish the one who did something did this, wrong. Yeah. So God is just. So y'all believe in there's only one God, right? Yes. That's right. Um, so there's a major problem for everybody. Then we're all yeah. sinful. We fall short of God's glory. Yeah. So if the story ended right there, mm-hmm. we would all de- be destined for hell, right? That's that's be, the, that's be, the bad news though. Like we're without. I mean, we're sitting here. We're condemned. Well, I mean, Ephesians two tells us we're dead in our trespasses. From there, it, it tells us that okay, you are bad. There's nothing you yourself can do. You're you're condemned to hell. But, but that same God that's holy and He's a just judge, He's also rich in mercy. Right. He's kind to undeserving sinners like us. Right. So that that would be where Jesus comes in. Okay. Jesus was sent uh, by God to come and live the perfect life that we couldn't live. Okay. God went. When, when God sent Jesus, Jesus lived, he walked the earth, he was perfect, he never sinned one time. Even though he was in the flesh, mm-hmm. uh, he was fully God and fully man. Okay. So 
he lived that righteous life that we need to live in order to be but, right but, with God. But you know, there's no way. I don't think we can. I mean, we can try. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we can. We can be like those prophets. No, we can't. That's what I'm. You're saying. right. We like, absolutely can't. Yes, no matter how hard we try. Because no, God gave them something that He didn't give us, mankind. <laughs> You see so, what I mean? So, yeah, we're, we absolutely agree. that We absolutely cannot live up to that standard. Right. But Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And he was sent to take our punishment for us. Right. To Do save, you know that? So, yeah, I heard that to save yeah, from the, you know, that's so, why he was on the cross. That's why he was on the cross. So, yeah. You've heard, you've probably heard John 3.16. It's John, pro- John 3.16, probably the most, you know. Com- commonly most, used verse. Yeah, I mean, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And then the 17 on the end of that part, 16 through 17, it goes, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So by knowing Jesus, since he lived that perfect life and he lived infinitely perfect, he can pay our infinite debt on the cross. So So that's why he was on the cross. We we should have been the ones dying on the cross. We we deserve that punishment. He took that punishment. Are are you, are you familiar? Think of, with, think about that though. If God created everything, He doesn't. Nobody has a gun to God's head saying you better send your son to die for him. He willingly chose to. He loved He loved us enough to do that. I mean, you're, are you familiar with the Old Testament with how they would do sacrifices to atone every year? They would do sacrifices. The Jewish customs would sacrifice animals and stuff to atone for their sins, but they would. They would, you know, they'd sacrifice him. This is an offering to God. Yeah, but even we, but, we do that. But they did that every year. Once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, we do that. Yeah. So the problem with that is, Jesus, it, Jesus was sent to be the the he, final. He sacrifice. was the final one, and since those, uh, so you have to do it every year because they're dead. They're not coming back to life. Well, Jesus, when he dies on the cross, he he takes the wrath of God upon himself for us. The most the most horrific thing. The most terrible experience you could ever experience, and he did it for us, who we deserve that punishment, obviously, and we we're sinners. That's that's the one thing everybody on earth has in common. We're all we're all sinners at the core. Oh, we're all, I mean, in Romans in Romans was it chapter ten? It tells us no, not one is good. We are all bad. It tells us that none of us are really good, but Jesus was. We're we're all. I mean, we're condemned to hell, but Jesus, three days later, rise. I mean, he rose from the dead. He was resurrected. And since he does that, he's a living sacrifice. So that's the difference between the Old Testament sacrifices and the New Testament sacrifice, or the, the New Te- Testament sacrifice. When Jesus, I mean, rises from the dead, he's a living sacrifice that lives on. He is an infinite sacrifice to pay for our infinite sin. So while while you were saying that your good has to outweigh your bad, yes. the only thing that we cling to is what Jesus did. We know we can't ever do enough to, to yeah, do right. To, to do, I mean, we, like, like I was saying, the prophets. There's no way we can. Maybe we can try. Like a lot of people try hard mm-hmm. to do good in their life. You know what I'm saying? To get to follow those path of the prophets. Yeah. Jesus and the uh Muhammad, Salah. So so we do our best not to do you know, make so much scenes. Mm-hmm. So every time every time you try and do something, oh you might you're gonna think about oh I shouldn't maybe, you know, do this or say this or try to harm somebody. Because mm-hmm. Muslims is that you can't you you gotta watch how you talk to people. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta respect anybody. Like no matter how old they are, respect them, help them, and and don't harm. Like, like be mankind. You know what I'm saying to yeah. any human. 
So, but but like y'all heard, like y'all see what's been happening overseas in these terrorists, this and that. They might be Muslims, but they're not doing what you know. They just doing whatever they want to do. Yeah, they're not they're not living that That's faith correctly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because Muslims, like I said, you gotta be kind to anybody, and you know. And I think Christian, all religions, it's the same way. <laughs> they all teach you how to be mankind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and don't harm people, don't hurt nobody. Yeah. You know. Well, it's hard. We may see. Can I can I ask you a personal question then? Are you your assurance of salvation? Where where do you think you're going though? Right now, if I die, only God knows where I'm going. To be honest, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't know. He knows. So, where, where do you think you're going? I am 100% sure that I will be in the kingdom with God because based on what God has revealed to me in the Bible, revealed to mankind in the Bible, I mean, since he chose to reveal himself to us and all, based on what he said, and since I've accepted Jesus into my heart, I've repented of my sins, and I've believed him and turned away and have been reborn, I know that I will be with God because this is what he has put down. This is what he's told us to do. If because of what Jesus did, though. It's not so. I, I think I kind of see why you're like why you're worried. You're not sure because you know is my good outweighing my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not worried about that because we know that what Jesus did is the only thing yeah, we can that, cling to. Because that's save you guys. That's what you say, man. Like yeah, no matter what you did. Yeah. No. Now that so when somebody becomes a Christian, though, they're not going to keep intentionally going around sinning. Okay. Like they're gonna, they're not going to be perfect. We're okay. we're still in the flesh. We're still going to mess up. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that we won't sin, but that we'll hate it. We'll, there'll still be temptation. We're oh, still yeah. going to fall. Oh, yeah. But God's still rich in mercy. He's still going to forgive. Those who are truly saved aren't going to want to go out and say, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to go out and live like everybody else. You know what I mean? If you were truly that, saved, you love Jesus. And in, in John, the gospel, I mean, the gospel, John's account, Jesus, Jesus tells us, he says in John fourteen fifteen, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And if you are saved, you do love Jesus, and you want to keep those commandments. Maybe not perfectly, but you'll strive to. That's true. Okay. The Bible talks about you know any man that is in Christ, he's a new creation. You're literally changed from the inside. The Holy Spirit now lives inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a new nature. While you still live here on earth, you're in your fleshly body. You're gonna. There's still gonna be temptations. Oh yeah. Definitely. Your mind's, your mind and your your heart and the the way you want to do things are now. Up to God. What God's word says, I want to do that. Right. Won't follow it perfectly, but you'll strive to. So that's so. that's how we know that we, we're truly saved. Not because of the good that we're doing after we're saved, but because we truly believe. Because yeah. we truly believe that makes us want to do the right thing. Okay. Not that oh we've got to uh, so, so we've got to not sin afterwards. That's we, why we're sure. So what do you guys believe? Like when they say Jesus is Son's God or Jesus is God? Like, well, That's that is kind of a confusing question. Well, yeah. Jesus, we, mm-hmm. we believe in that. You know, God, God is Trinitarian. Mm-hmm. Which he is, he is three persons in one. He is the fa- He is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And um, so we believe that Jesus is. He is. You know, he is. He is God he, in the flesh. He is God in the flesh. And um, he's God the Son. He's a and this is this is a hard to think about. He's yeah, a it's hard he's a hundred percent man, but he's also a hundred percent God. Yeah, but but, that, but okay, I and get, that that really stretches the brain, doesn't it? Right, right, right. But but you know, like I had conversation with some friends, which are Christians, you know, mm-hmm. we talk. But they um, this is the question that they they they, they don't have no answer either. But the same thing I just asked you guys. They yeah. Say they don't know. They say, well, 
Uh, they they say they believe he's a son, God's son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some I heard before they say Jesus is God. So I'm like, well, which one is it? Yeah. I mean, I would I would definitively say that he is God and he is also okay. Also, so, so, Jesus' so, son. Okay, this is my question. If he's God, right? Mm-hmm. But God himself, do you know God's uh, birthday? He's always he was born or anything? Do you guys know that? He's always been. God is so powerful that he has always been. There is, that's that's what we have been revealed to us, that yeah, he, he's I'm, always been, he always will be. Okay, so but what I'm saying, because you say, yeah, like he say, Jesus is God. But I'm saying, like... God don't have a birthday. So, yeah. So Jesus, to me, Jesus is a prophet. He was sent. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi like I was explaining earlier. Yeah. So whoever have a birthday, you have a birthday. I have a birthday. He has a birthday. Yeah. God don't have no birthday. Nobody knows his birthday. So Jesus have a birthday, right? Yes yeah. or no? In the flesh he does, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. got a birthday. Yeah. I know. He was born on a, yes. on a yeah. day, yeah. Yes. So he got a birthday, so he cannot be God. Anybody that have a birthday... Can it be God? Okay. If you see what I mean. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. God, he, he don't, he's unit. He don't have no, you know what I'm saying? Nobody know when, how, who he is, what he look like. So, he's just God. Yeah. So, like, we can't, like, put other people, like, the messengers, like, saying, oh, they God, they God. Because, like I said, I'm not going to say the prophet is God, the Muhammad is God. No, he cannot be God. That was. Why? Because he got a birthday. He got a day that he was born. He, we know where he, you know. Who the mom and daddy? So that's that that's why Jesus was crucified. The Pharisees looked at him and they were saying he's claiming to be God. This guy must be demonically possessed or something. We need to get rid of him. I mean, it, it's a legitimate yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Now, that that all said, that that's a, that's a really good question, yeah. and I don't have, I can't hundred percent explain that to you right yeah, now. That's that's the one that a lot of people cannot explain. But let let me wrap it up like this. So just. If what we say is true, right? Um, do you think that when you stand before God, we know that we can't do enough right to outweigh our wrong from our perspective? Um, do you think that you would go to heaven or go to hell? According to what we say, maybe not. Okay, I mean, according to what you guys say. Yeah. I'm gonna say this. Like, I think. God will be the judge on that. He will be. He yeah, he, he absolutely will. Yes, be. and he the only one know where I'm going, where you going, where he's going. <laughs> I think so. But, but you guys already said that. To, like like he say, when he die, he's gonna be you know to, close to what, to God. Like you're gonna be right there. I will be in heaven. In heaven, right? So that's what he, you, you believe in that too. Not because yeah. of what I've done, but because of what Jesus did on the cross for me. See, our our salvation isn't based on what we can do or what we will ever do. It is based on God's mercy and grace, which he has extended to us and shown us through the, the Son, Jesus The Bible Christ. says that the best that we can do are like filthy rags. It's that is The best that we can do in comparison to God. It's like white, the most pure white clothes is God. Like the most pure white anything is God. It's been down here. We're just filthy rags. Yeah, down here is just something else. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. But now up there is the real thing. Yeah. That's, That's why. And I heard heaven... It's, it's the greatest. It's better than all. Of, uh, of course, it's better than this. <laughs> what we what we living and what we doing here. Because over there, I heard every. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like over there, anything you want, anything you think of, you gonna be there. Yeah. So, but now, do you guys believe in hellfire? Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So, 
So what do you think? Who is going to go to Hellfire then? Since you guys... Anybody who has not placed their faith 100% in what Jesus did on the cross. Now that's so like, that's controversial, ain't like it? Me. No, and no, and it's like no, no, somebody. No. Like, well, but you see, it's different religions, it, so you it can't is, just. It is. Yeah. And like we said earlier, the sky is not purple; it's blue, right? right, right. There has to be a true answer. There is like there, there, there are scenarios. Either we we both can't be right. That's, no, that's obviously a, I could be right. right. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. could be right. You could be wrong. Right. You could be right. You could be right, and I could be wrong. But we both we could both be wrong. Right. But we both can't be right. So there is no, one no, objective no. One, truth. One, one is right, actually. We cannot all be right. Like all these religions. Yeah. One is right. Like so, I say. But who knows? So let, let me let me wrap it up like this. It, it's not it's not enough just to kind of know this information. Uh, you have to believe that Jesus was the only one that's able to atone for our sins. His work on the cross right. paid our sin debt and made us to where we can be with God forever. Like we said before, God's holy, and if our sin is still there, we can't it coexist. It's like water and oil; it it, it doesn't doesn't mix. Um, but it's not enough just to say you believe; you need to actually believe it. Like you said, there yeah, are people, gotta, there are Muslims that say that, but they believe it. They act. Yeah, yeah. It's well, got to be a legitimate belief. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta practice it. You gotta do it right. I mean, the, you believe, you gotta do it right. the Bible tells us that there will be day, there will be on the day of judgment that. Many people who claim to be Christians who actually weren't Christians will come to God and stand before him and say, I never knew you because They'll cry you said it, but you didn't believe. They'll cry to him saying, Lord, Lord, and he'll be like, I'm sorry, but oh, yeah. depart from me, I never knew you. Hmm. They claimed they claimed Jesus, but they truly didn't know him. Yeah, you so, see, that's, that, that's the ones that wasn't doing it right. Like, we're like, was here, doing whatever they want. Yeah. Not, you know, but calling just the name of it. Oh, I'm Christian, I'm Christian. Yeah. But you're not practicing. You're At, not doing it right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so it's faith and repentance. You know, yes, do you know what repent, repentance? Do you yeah. know what repentance is? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I think it's never late to be to, to repent. Mm -hmm. So you can always, you know, no, no matter whatever you have done in your past, you know, bad or not, just always pray to God and ask for forgiveness. So, uh, as far as our faith is concerned, repentance is more than just asking forgiveness, but also turning from that sin and turning to God. Okay, 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 okay. Um. But uh, I appreciate you talking to us. Oh, yeah, I really hey, do. It was nice talking to you guys too, man. Hey, I definitely. Sorry, she definitely tired that's okay. I know exactly how that is. Uh, puppies. Okay. My name's Corey. It was nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet uh, you too, guys. I'm just going to give you a track just to just to redo whatever you want to oh, with definitely. it. Definitely. Okay. I would, um, read, I would definitely read it. But uh, It'd be interesting we, to you know read, learn different, something different, man. <laughs> this is this first day we've been out doing this, so we appreciate. Oh, first time? Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, wow. It's a great conversation. Okay, I, okay, I absolutely okay. appreciate. Hey, well, good luck to you guys, man. I know. Hey, but, this is fun. <laughs> Actually, talk about God. I love it. Well, be, just, be thinking about what we said. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go to. Is you ready? All right. It was nice to meet hey, you guys. Not, Thank not, you. Nice to meet you, man. All right, brothers. We'll see you. All right, we're back here at the church, me and Corey Van Hoos. We are just going to be sharing some of our final thoughts on our first witnessing encounter. So we're going to kick this off with a few questions. Corey, what are some of your initial thoughts after the first time going out and just uh, finding people to talk to, sharing the gospel? So personally, when we first went out, I thought, um, I thought our first encounter would be a little bit different. I didn't... I expected to come on to somebody in the area we live, a, um, an area that, I mean, in the Bible Belt, and I expected to find people who um, 
are in that lukewarm state of saying they're a Christian but don't really know what it means. But really, we found something completely opposite, and um, we start we we talked to a Muslim guy who um who had a great conversation with was really friendly. We got to share the gospel with someone who had absolutely probably never heard the gospel of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I can say that that was not exactly uh, my my first thought going out, you know, at the lake. Didn't expect that our first encounter would be uh, with a Muslim. Uh, but, you know, that's the way God had it planned, and I think it turned out pretty well. Um, but yeah, so another question, Corey. Before we got started, were you nervous? I was a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it's always uh, it's always nerve-wracking when you're sharing something that is uh, literally the biggest information in the world, the most important thing that you will ever hear, and that's the gospel. It is literally the only thing that will ever last forever. So, yeah, it's a little bit nerve-wracking when you're going out there and, um, you know, you're teaching people and telling them about Christ. But when you remember that you're just there, it's your job to, you know, tell the facts lay it out there on the table, and God will do the rest. We just plant the seeds, and God does the rest. Yeah, I can definitely say that once the conversation got started, the nerves really started to kind of die down. And it wasn't even much nervous as much as just, like, not really knowing what to expect. You know, we didn't expect that we would be talking to a Muslim, and we don't really know a whole lot about their beliefs, but we learned a little bit. And, uh, you know, God provided. The gospel was shared. And we can uh, have confidence in knowing that the gospel is the power of God into salvation. Not exactly how well we speak, but the contents of what we're speaking about. Um, So maybe not exactly just about this specific conversation, but Corey, what do you think is the hardest part about sharing the gospel? I mean, we talked about being nervous, but... Just in general, uh, you know, people don't seem to do it. Why do you think that people don't share the gospel? I think it comes down to is um, being unprepared. If you're unprepared for anything in life, then you're typically going to be a little bit more nervous about it. You're going to be more scared to do it, and you're typically just not going to do it. So um, if you're unprepared and you're afraid of being wrong and you're not confident in what you're doing, then that could be scary. But... um. Like we, we prepared, we uh, we prayed, prayed about it, and we studied the word, and um, you know, at that time, that's all you can really do. You just got to go out and do it. And I mean, it, it goes back more than just the the day we were out there, but we've we've been just hammering home the gospel for months and months and months now. Um, and once you know exactly what you are preaching uh, to these people then it does give you more confidence. You don't want to... I think a lot of people want to get out there and share the gospel, but they just don't really know how to go about it. They're afraid maybe they'll say something wrong. And it really just simply comes down to really knowing clearly what the gospel is. Um, So do you have any practical tips, something that maybe we did or didn't do or maybe wish we would have done better? just on a practical basis yeah um i'd say the most the most efficient thing that we did when we went out was definitely we prayed before and that was probably um as our biggest asset to going out i mean it's the greatest tool a christian has is the word and prayer I mean, 
you pray and stuff, then you can't really, um, it's, it's, in, it's in God's control at that point. I mean, it's always in God's control, but once you pray, you just have to go along with it. And um, I would say a practical tip for going out there would be just to uh, slow down a little bit. That's kind of what I wish we would have done a little bit. In haste and stuff, in the midst of conversation, sometimes we said things that we didn't think about. We probably could have worded them better, probably described them better, and probably they probably could have came out better and been more clear. But um, like I said, it just goes back to um, preparing and ultimately just praying that God would allow you to go out and portray it clearly and accurately and do it out of unbiasedness but with love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean something that doesn't pertain exactly to the gospel but more so just like getting out and talking to people i almost thought we uh should have brought an umbrella <laughs> with the rain that started to fall on us as soon as we started walking uh it just came a downpour and uh i mean sometimes you'll have that but maybe even bringing a backpack i felt like we had stuff we had tracks like we we were prepared, but we then didn't have, like, something to hold all of the things that we were taking with us. Um, but, uh, last question. Not really as much a question, but what would you say to our listeners to encourage them to share the gospel? We talked about why maybe they might be fearful or might uh, be nervous about it, but how could you encourage them in light of you going out this, you know, first time and, you know, from your experience, how could you be an encouragement? Probably the most encouraging thing I would say is um, no matter how nervous you are, no matter how scared you are, no matter how unprepared you even are, God commands us to share his word. And our ultimate, I mean, our ultimate goal as a Christian is to glorify God and to glorify his name. And by spreading his word and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, that's exactly what we're doing. So um, I would say the most encouraging part is knowing that what you're doing is pleasing God. And it can't be better than that. There is a joy that comes with sharing the gospel. I mean, I left there. I, I, I would not have rather been anywhere else. But just knowing that you know we are, like you said, pleasing our Father by doing exactly what He tells us to do and making much of Him, glorifying Him, pointing people to Him. Um, but something I would say to encourage other people to is that, uh, the gospel is the power of God into salvation. Uh, that's, that's all there is to it. We can come out and we can share the gospel in the most fluent of ways, but if the content of what we're saying does not align with the gospel of the Bible, then we're missing the mark. And if we can just know that we're speaking the truth, speaking the true gospel, you know, it's in God's hands. He's the one who changes people's hearts, not necessarily our cleverness or anything like that. But I think that wraps us up for this episode. I appreciate everybody that has tuned in for our first few episodes. I can't wait to get out there and do this again. Um, and hopefully in future episodes we'll have some of our uh, mic-related issues fixed. Um, but we will see you next time on Everyday Evangelism.